three, two, one. And hello, everybody. Welcome to Afterlife. I am Jay Wade. Holy shit, fuck Batman. We got one today. That's right, guys. We are on episode 35. And I uh, want to thank uh, Mike and Kaylin and Sean for uh, doing a hell of a job last week. Um, and actually, they are both here this week. We're missing Sarah. She's uh, She's got some stuff going on where she's getting re- resettled into a new place. She will be back next week. But uh, this week, yep, we got Mike. What's up, bud? Ah, just another day in paradise, bro. What's up with you? Sing the song. I ain't gonna sing nothing to you. Oh, man, sing me your favorite Yacht I'm Rock, si- yacht rock I'm song. I'm not singing nothing to you, man. It's gonna be one of those Come weeks. Come on. Sailing. No, nope. Mike. Nope. This ain't working out whatsoever. Um, Kaylin, do you, what's your favorite Yacht Rock song? I don't even know what Yacht Rock is. <laughs> I don't know. My, I, If you guys have ever seen It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, have you guys ever watched no. that? Oh, Dennis loves Yacht Rock, and there's some really good episodes with, uh, with them and boats and Yacht Rock music. It's pretty good stuff. Good Lord. Nothing. I'm not going to get any Yacht Rock music out of you guys. I don't know no. any. I know Mike's holding out on us, but that's all right. <laughs> the only one I know is the one that um, Josh and Ken sing all the time because it's the song that they almost died to in um, wherever they went with uh, Ellis and they were in the car and almost got like killed in the car wreck. And it was the song that was playing. And so they sing it all the time. What song is that? I can't remember. I don't know, but I'm not going to sing it. I just know like one line of it, and I can't sing. So, oh, no. Oh, come on. Sing that one line. No. Oh. Well, that's all right. That's all right. Um, because because we're going <laughs> to... This did not go at all how it was. Like, in my mind, we were all, by this time now, we were all singing Yacht, yacht Rock songs together. And it was awesome. And we were, you know, getting footloose and all that stuff. It, it was it's completely different in my mind. This did not at all happen how I thought it would. You have weird fantasies, dude. We're not cooperating. Hey, you should hear the one about me and all my guy friends in our underroos having a pillow fight to uh, Christina Perry. Um, music that that's a great one um, maybe Perry? I'll dive into that another time Christina Perry jar of hearts uh 10,000 you you know um the the not 10,000 uh the uh the stupid um what was that werewolf shiny vampire trilogy twilight she did that song there's a song for that movie what well, like, I mean, it's not like, you know, it the, the, it doesn't, the song's not about shiny vampires and werewolves, I mean. Are you talking about the song but it's at like, the very, very end of all the movies? Yeah. Yeah, I know what you're talking about, yeah. Yeah, I've seen her in concert, dude. It was one of the most fun times I've ever had. I love her. She's great. Uh, she seems like she would make a good, like, soundtrack to, like, commit suicide to or something. 
Oh man, this is a great segue because we're we're actually going to start with our mo- double movie review, you and I, real quick, Kaylin. But uh, aside from movies, I'm going to have to give you about five or six of her songs. You're going to have to review also because dude, she's great. She is great. Mike, do you know who she is? Sounds familiar. Yeah. You, anyway, this. Oh, guys, this did this did not at all go the way I had it in my mind. Um, I it just I shouldn't hype, I shouldn't hype myself up. I guess like this, it just whatever. Anyway, a couple weeks ago, <laughs> um, no, a couple weeks ago or so, they announced the uh, Clerks Three is going to happen, mm-hmm. and um, I found out that Kalen has never seen Clerks One or Two, and then found out she's never seen any Kevin Smith movies, which just blows my mind, but that's cool. Everybody's got their, I mean, I just recently saw Lion King, so whatever. Um, so we, we decided to do a little double movie review um, where I gave her Clerks 1 and Clerks 2 to watch, and she gave me, what did you give me? Um, I decided to torture you with Cinderella, the live action one, and uh, Silver Linings Playbook, which is not as torturous. No, it wasn't. I will admit that. Um, do you want to go first, or would you like me to go first? I can go first. Um, and for the record, I had seen Dogma before, but it's been a long time, and oh, I right. hated that movie. Um, oh, what? yeah. So anyway, uh, so I watched Clerks um, over a week ago now. I think it's been almost two weeks, and I really enjoyed it. Um, it you know it feels very indie. And it's in black and white and whatever. The acting's not great. But, you know, it's very endearing because he, you know, scraped up all the money to pay for it and was shooting it in the little convenience store. He was working, you know, shooting it at night and all of that. So, like, watching it, I'm like, this is a really fun movie for, you know, as cheaply made as it was. And um, I love the- <laughs> the sign that he put on front of the store that said i assure you oh, we're yeah going. and the one on the cash register that said if you're going to shoplift please let us know <laughs> and just like little little tiny funny things throughout the whole thing i was laughing at um and then i attempted to watch clerks too and i had like no way to rent it it was the weirdest thing um, so I bought the DVD and had to wait for the DVD. Oh, to come. man. Yeah. Um, I could have bought it. Oh, I feel bad. <laughs> no, it's fine. I could have bought it like, um, you know, like digital, but it was like, I don't remember how expensive it was. But I was like, no, I'm going to buy the DVD for $7 and wait for it to arrive. Um, so I watched that today and I must say that despite the fact that by the time he made Clerks 2, you know, he had money and had fame and whatever, had a bigger budget. The acting is still just as atrocious. Oh, what? Like, so bad. Rosario Dawson was the only one doing any acting in that movie. Um, The rest of it was still, like, just awful. Um, Collectively, the four dudes, like the four main dudes who came back... um. Not aging so great um, on the average. <laughs> I, I just really did not enjoy Clerks 2. I really liked the first one. I did not like the second one. Well, hey, that's cool. 
That's cool. What didn't you like about the second one other than the acting? And I mean, or was that it? Was it just the acting and all that? Or were there specific things you didn't like? Well, I also feel like it was like the same story because once again, he had like the woman he was with, but the one he wanted to be with. And the, and he's like this loser that works at a whatever, a knockoff (laughs) uh, Burger King or whatever. And like, why are these women fighting over him? And oh my yeah, uh, and oh my god, um, the the one it was not funny. I, I this was not my kind of humor. But the one like shock of the movie was finding out that Kinky Kelly was the name of the donkey. <laughs> like I was just like, oh my god, it's the donkey! Like that was the one big shock, but it was also extremely disturbing. Um, so I don't know. I just, it didn't, it didn't hit me the same way the first one did. And I feel like that's the, like, I didn't like dogma and I felt like, like, I don't remember it that well, but I feel like it was sort of the same, the same reasons. Like it felt like I can tell it's in this universe. Um, but yeah, I did like the first one. I'm glad I have seen it now. And it was, but the most disturbing thing about the first one was getting used to the black and white. Because, you know, right, these, right. these days you don't just sit and watch a lot of black and white movies, most people. So I was just like, oh, but once you adjust to it and you're like, okay, I can, I can handle this. Then it just flows just fine. Yeah, for sure. You, so what did you think of the movies you had to watch? You, well, real quick before the blonde, um, Dante's fiance in part two is kevin smith's real life wife and he hired her to like make out with that dude i mean was it she probably didn't get paid but no she was in the movie wife (laughs) at the time or his wife now at the time well that's interesting yeah they've been married for a long time their daughter harley quinn smith is like what probably 20 or something mike 19 20 gotta be at least that old yeah yeah Yep. Yeah, but yeah. As for me, oh, the Cinderella. <laughs> we'll start with the Cinderella. Um, there were no songs in it, which was awesome. Um, I, I did see the original animated one when I was a little kid once, and the only thing I could remember about—I mean, I obviously I know like the pumpkin turned into a carriage and the glass slipper and all that shit, but. Um, the only thing I really remembered was that the mice made the dress. And then in this one, I'm sitting there the whole time waiting for the mice to make the dress and they never made the fucking dress. And that really pissed me off. Um, and it was weird seeing, uh, uh, Rob Stark all cleaned up and, and wearing that, that pansy looking outfit, the tights and shit. It was really, really odd. Um, I don't know. Overall, it wasn't that bad of a movie. I mean, if my if if you know kids ever wanted to watch it with me, I wouldn't deny them. So I guess that's a plus. Um, and then Silver Linings Playbook. Um, it was good. I really liked it, and I was shockingly delighted with uh, with Jennifer Lawrence in it. She, I don't know. She was shockingly delightful. Um, but you know, that's the only, the second role I've ever seen her in. And it's a lot, it's a lot different than, uh, 
Katniss. So, but I, I don't know. It was a pretty good movie. I really liked the story more than you know who was in it or anything. I thought it was a killer story. So I really liked that, and I liked um, Robert De Niro was good in it. Although I don't know his character. It's it's all a part of the story. His character was kind of an asshole and selfish. You know, when he wasn't acting selfish and it, and it was like in, in uh, you're like, man, he really does care about his son, you know, and those moments were awesome. But then, you know, it turned out that he was just wanting to make money and use him as a good luck charm, which was fucking hilarious. I loved all that shit and the holding the, the, the dude holding the two remotes and not being able to move and all that shit. It was great. It was, it reminded me like the old ladies playing bingo and shit with all their lucky charms sitting around them. So yeah, I liked, oh, liked it. Um, and oh my God, I'm not going to remember his name. Uh, who played his friend, who um, he tried to break out at the beginning of the movie. Um, oh, God. Chris? Um, my- oh, uh, Chris Tucker. Yes! Oh, my God. Yeah. He yeah. had not acted in, like, a decade and came out of, like, retirement to do this movie. Like, yeah, he hadn't acted in a long time. But I thought that he was just, like, a fun, kind of kooky, off-center, you know, addition to it. Um, I read the book uh, a while back after I saw the movie, and the book is very different, and the book sucks. This is my one... This is my one example of the movie is better, of... Mm. All the movies that I've ever watched that were adapted from a book. This was the first one that I was like, no, this book is awful. Jennifer Lawrence's character is like way older than Bradley Cooper's character. And he's he's a little more unhinged in the book. Like when his mom gets him out of, um, I guess it's like a psychiatric facility. He has no mm. idea how long has passed. And it's been like a few years. Um, and that's not true in, in the movie, just, just lots of weird, random stuff. And like the whole dance thing is like not a big part of the story. It's like, so it, it had almost no plot. It was really, really a weird book, but I felt like the movie captured, you know, the essence of what they were trying to do a whole lot better. But, um, so did you, um, so did you enjoy it enough that you think you'd ever watch it again? Uh, maybe in a couple, two or three years or so, but yeah, I'd watch it again sometime. It's a rough watch. It's not a lighthearted kind of story, is it? No, but I mean, that kind of stuff doesn't bother me. I like, I like crazy, I like emotional, crazy stuff like that, so. And I think at this point, we're used to Bradley Cooper being a little, like, um, you know, breaking out a little more, but at right. the at the time, he was still doing a lot of, like, love interests and, um, you know, rom-coms and crap like that. So, Oh, Wedding Crashers is by far one of my favorite, most favorite performances of his. Yeah, and then he yeah. did this, which was a little different. And I don't remember if The Hangover was before or after this. And that was a little bit different. And he kind of slowly broke out of that shell. Um, yeah. So... This was surprising for me when I watched it. I was like, I didn't know he could do this. And yeah. now, of course, we know he can do this. But, you know. Yes, yeah, it was good. 
I, yeah. I mean, yeah. Cinderella was okay. Silver hey, Linings Playbook was pretty good. I could have been so much meaner. I could have given you one where they sing. Like, but I chose not to. Yeah. Yeah, that's okay. That's okay. <laughs> we'll see what happens next time I give you one. Uh, <laughs> um, but speaking of singing, actually, um, so Sarah wanted to make sure that we let everyone know that she thinks this whole Grease prequel thing is a bad idea. I, <laughs> I, I, it, when you mention any kind of musical that has to do with, uh, John Travolta, I'm checking out, um, <gasps> I will watch Saturday Night Fever. Uh, He's okay. But Grease ain't my thing. Grease and West Side Story, I know Travolta's not in that, but those aren't my jams. But um, Mike was saying all week how he was looking forward to this and um, how he just – I mean, he was like – didn't you say you've been working on composing songs for this for a few months that you've submitted (laughs) – into them for them to use. How's that going, man? No, don't like that, man. You're putting words in my mouth, man. No, 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 no. (laughs) Just go along with it, Mike. It was, I mean, if you watched the show and you didn't zone out during that bit on Tuesday show, how dare you? Uh, Roxy was excited about it. She's a huge fan of Grease. I don't even remember them saying the word Grease, to be honest. I don't know how I missed this, but... Are you excited about it, Mike? It's it's an interesting concept. I mean, it depends on how they go with a prequel. I mean, it might take like summer loving, you know, might take over the summer. I don't know. It's on HBO Max, which I don't know if I'll get it to see it. But it's interesting that a musical is getting a prequel when you don't see that often. Um, I could not care less unless it's um like a Disney original kind of like animated movie i can i I like those in terms of music you know like kids movies with music in them but like a straight up musical uh, is not my thing so i could not care less about this like this can just go and die somewhere so what but so what okay in this case what musical would you like to see get a tv series none of them what no musicals at all, ever? What? what? No, I'm good. Thank you. What? I mean, I don't care for... I mean, there are some musicals that I like, but what at least fuck? I have an answer for this. Really, man, guys? I would, dude, no, I, I have an answer for this, dude. I don't wow. care for musicals for the most part, but I would love to see um, a, uh, a TV series of um, Sweeney Todd with Andy oh. Circus playing Sweeney Todd. No. That would be freaking awesome, dude. There no. you go. Yes, what's wrong I, with that? I couldn't. I was Do you not I, like any musicals at all? I mean, I can tolerate Grease. I it's been a long time but I can like tolerate the sound of music. Um It just uh, has to be Disney. I don't like, I mean, like, you know, I like kids animated movies, especially the ones I grew up with, and even some of the modern ones like Moana, but like live action, you know, real people randomly breaking out into song is just not my thing. Um, it you don't like of, Chicago? It's been, I, I did go through a little bit of a Chicago obsession when I was younger and it had first come out, but I honestly haven't watched it since then. I mean, Moulin um, Rouge, for fuck's sake. Oh, never saw fu- it. 
fuck Moulin Rouge, but Chicago oh. is amazing, dude. I love Chicago. I, can't I love this. it so much. I really don't oh, don't want this. Yeah, no, I, I'm good. I, I can't believe this bullshit. And like Mary Poppins, I did not like as a kid. And then when, you know, Mary Poppins Returns came out, I was like, okay, I'll go see it. I'll give it a chance. And I still didn't like it. About Wizard of Oz. Oh, God, no. Hell no. What? What? Uh, what are you fucking serious? I mm-mm. I don't like the Wizard of Oz. I don't like Mary Poppins. I don't like um. this isn't. Well, it's sort of a music. I guess there's music in it. I can't stand Alice in Wonderland. Um, oh, there's this God. whole list of traditional like stuff that kids are supposed to love or families oh. are supposed to love. And I can't stand any of it. We just cracked open like Pandora's box here yes. with all of this. Know, this is crazy. This, this is crazy. I, dude, I'm like in fucking shock. This, bro. this is I like, this is like the eye opener here. for everyone listening right now. It's just like, wow. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I almost, um, I, I I don't know. I almost just wish the intro music would or the outro music would just kick in right now and we could just end this whole shit fast. Um this is just amazing. I mean I've I could understand up to a point, but then dude, you, she, she said she doesn't like Wizard of Oz, dude. What the fuck, man? Who doesn't like Wizard of Oz, That's man? Fantastic. That shit's rad as hell. That's Especially crazy. when you line it when you line it up with uh with the Pink Floyd album, dude, that shit is fucking awesome, man. We, dude, we dosed up one time and went to a laser light show where it was a laser light show, and they played the Wizard of Oz and lined up the Pink Floyd album with it, and it was just we were we were tripping nuts, dude, and it was amazingly fun. We had like three, four, five carloads of us, dude. We carpooled there burning down on the way, man, clam bacon and shit, it was rad. We got there, then, like, we went to this thing, and it was amazingly awesome, and we went back, and we carpooled back, had big-ass bonfire and shit, dude. Them was the days, man, but, like, she don't like Wizard of Oz, dude. I have a question. Yeah, what's up? What do you mean by lined it up with the Pink Floyd album? Okay, okay. Uh, Dark Side of the Moon. If Heard you sync of it. Up, if you sync up that album to The Wizard of Oz, to a certain point, I think you have to play the album like at the third roar of the MGM yeah. logo. It syncs up perfectly. Like the music matches with the visuals. Oh. And, and the On lyrics match with the visuals too. It's it's a mystery. Like yeah. the, it's one of those things where the band has they, they've never denied it nor confirmed it. But like the rumors are that they literally sat in a studio, the recording studio, what with that movie on when they wrote the album and shit to make it line up. But I mean, whether or not it's true, who knows? Hmm. Well, yeah. But it's really freaking cool mm-hmm. to to watch and listen to, especially with laser lights and a little bit of dose. So, so one thing that I'm disturbs that me greatly <laughs> as a math teacher about the Wizard of Oz is that he the uh, scarecrow miss says the Pythagorean theorem at the end of the movie. He says something wrong. I can never remember what it is, but he doesn't state the Pythagorean theorem correctly, and what, that what bothers is- me. 
is the Pythagorean? What is it? The Pythagorean theorem: the sum of the squares of the links of the legs is the square of the links of the hypotenuse. All right, you got it. You got to go into uh, math teacher mode and explain this, please. Okay, when you have a right triangle, so that's a triangle with one ninety degree angle. You have two legs and a hypotenuse. The legs are the two sides that make the the ninety degree angle, and then the hypotenuse is the long slanted side. Good so far. Yeah. Okay, and then if you um, take the lengths of the legs, you square both of them and add them together, and then if you square the hypotenuse, those should be equal. But he, so what people commonly say is the sum of the squares of the lengths of the legs is the square of the length of the hypotenuse, but he missays it. Like he he leaves out a word or something, and I can't ever remember what it is. So that bothers me greatly. That like all the editing that they do in the movie, and they couldn't get the Pythagorean theorem right. <laughs> it's been the same since Pythagoras. That's a long ass time ago. Yeah, it's celebrating <laughs> its 80th anniversary this year. No, not the movie Pythagoras. Pythagoras is way older than that. He's like in ancient Greece or something. I was talking about. I still, I, I'm still trying to figure out how to pronounce the fucking word. So I mean, you know, I I don't understand anything at all that you just said, and oh that's God. cool because it was mainly just because I wanted to hear you explain it. But I knew, I knew when I asked you to explain it that I wasn't going to understand it, and I don't. I don't get it at all. <laughs> you know what a right angle is? Yeah, a 90 degree angle. Yeah, so some triangles have a 90 degree angle, and then there's a special formula for the lengths of the legs and the hypotenuse. But it doesn't work on all triangles. For other triangles, you have to go into trigonometry and the law of sines and law of cosines. What else are you a teacher of? Math. That's it? Just, just math. math. <laughs> that's crazy i yeah again i don't understand what you just said and i'm trying so hard to understand it that i forgot what led us to this point <laughs> we were talking about how awful the wizard of oz is it's <laughs> your dislike of like traditional musicals is terrible what the heck Kalen? it's so fucking awful what's it's with so you bad. <laughs> What and, movie were we talking and, about again? And what Hollywood did to <laughs> no, Judy for, Garland? For real, I can't remember. I can't remember what movie we're talking about. Um, we're talking about the fact that Hollywood forced Judy Garland to have an abortion because the, the world wasn't yes because the world she was married and the world wasn't ready to see her as like a woman because she still had this little childlike youthness about her so she had oh, yeah, an abortion Wizard of Oz and she's been fucked up ever since <laughs> and that's why Liza Minnelli's all crazy. Oh my gosh, holy shit, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> so I blame the Wizard of Oz. Oh, wow. That was like, oh, that's like me blaming Jaws for not going in swimming pools and the ocean and stuff like that. And you've heard oh. the, the famous story about the dude that got hired to be the Tin Man, and then he was allergic to the Tin Man makeup? No way, for real. Yeah, they, he had to be replaced after like a day, the poor guy. 
Oh my gosh. It's funny how you don't like the movie, but you know so much about it, and it's cracking me up because I'm just learning for this this for the first time, and it's fucking hilarious. It's because people like to say random factoids about, like, you know, classic movies, so I just learn all... It's just like I know all these random factoids about music, too, from watching all the, you know... The, the MTVs, I love the 90s and all that crap, and then all the documentaries that are on the Netflix. And I've never even heard half the music, but I can tell you all about it. What was the first cassette tape you ever bought? The first cassette tape? Yeah. Well, I've never bought a cassette tape. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Mike, I- what's the first cassette tape you ever bought? Uh... Actually, I inherited my father's collection of cassette tapes. Oh, nice. So, and I continued on to buy cassette tapes wherever I find them in a thrift store. So, I uh, I still do that. I do have one, but it, I don't know where it came from. I know, we had that one in your car. Before. Yes, but, oh, I had to buy a new car, so I had to clean out my car. And I found my... Did you find I- anything else in there good? Well, I found my Alan Jackson CD, and oh, oh man, oh, uh, some good that. news! I had a second CD in my car. Um, oh, what was uh, it? Trans Siberian Orchestra. Like oh. Christmas, it was like Christmas. They used music. to. I just heard. Yeah, I just heard the other day actually. Um, driving home on uh, on seven hundred talk radio out of Cincinnati. They the the fellow on there had a guy um, who who was like uh, doing phone appraisals of old vinyl albums and shit like that, right? And some guy called in and was saying that Trans Siberian Orchestra started out as a metal band. Uh-huh. Um, they were called um, oh fuck, what were they called? I bet that wasn't. The I name. can't. I can't remember. What's that? I said I bet that wasn't the name. It, it, no, it wasn't Trans Siberian Orchestra. No, I it was something off. else. Said, oh fuck! I can't remember the names. Oh, all right, I get it. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, they uh, but they they were metal band, and then they had it that the Trans Siberian Orchestra was the name of a song on one of their albums. It was like like a big composed thing, and uh, two of the members of the band brothers left and started trans Siberian orchestra and they do that damn Christmas tour every year now and shit. So, yeah, but that's weird that they used to be a metal band. Wow. You know what else I found in my car was my iPod from high school and I graduated high school in 2009. Um, it was one of those iPods that had the little twirly wheel on the front Right. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, I, I don't know if it still, like, would even come on, to be quite honest. And even if it did, it hasn't been updated in, like, oh, you know, probably six or seven years. So, yeah, God so knows what's on it. Of, uh, I would imagine lots of musical soundtracks. <laughs> yes, exactly, Wade. That's exactly what's on it. <laughs> you know it. <laughs> Um. <laughs> it, wow, we got way off there, but, um, but that's the show. Uh, yeah. Uh, no, that one of my one of my favorite things uh, that happened this week. Uh, I don't know about you guys, but was the whole uh, Christian doing the impression of his mother in law after she had texted him about the Joker movie and 
and everybody in there trying to do the impression, trying to have that one caller try to do the impression. Um, I don't know, but I, I was curious, uh, like, how are you guys as parents with movies? Um, cause we do have a, there, there's a, a pretty significant age gap in, in us. And, mm-hmm. uh, I grew up going in the movies with my folk and by us, I mean myself and you two, Kaylin and Mike. So our parents, may have age differences too and may view movies a little bit different but my folks they took us to the movies quite a bit they still go to the movies quite a bit um they've got a pass for some chain i'm not sure what it is but they go probably two times a month or something like that i think i think yesterday actually was the last movie they went to see though so they haven't been for a while but my my folks like watching movies. They've always enjoyed it. But what about you guys as folks? Do they get, go out and go to the movies and stuff like that? And if so, what kind of movies do they like? Is mine are, mine are pretty – they don't like the crazy stuff. Like Joker, for example, there's no way they would go see that or see that in their house. So I was kind of surprised to hear a Christian's mother-in-law went to see it. Well, my mom uh, – let's see. The first movie I ever remember seeing with both of my parents, because they didn't really, like, they weren't my influence in loving movies. Um, they We rented a lot of movies at home, but they did not go see movies really all that often. So the first movie I remember seeing is them taking me to see the first Harry Potter movie in theaters. Ooh, nice. And so I remember the three of us, like, standing in a long-ass line, you know, waiting for the showing before to let out so we could go in. Um, and all that jazz, but I mean, I rarely saw, um, a lot of movies with my parents. Um, and to this day, my mom doesn't see a whole lot of movies. And in fact, probably in the past two years, she's seen one movie and that would be, um, Aquaman. (laughs) Really? Oh my God. Have I not told y'all I had to go see Aquaman three times in theaters? No, and I was, I, I was, me at least, I was over it after the first one, the first time I was just like, it Not was even fine, seen it whatever, <laughs> yeah, I was like, it was fine, whatever, you know, bleh. um, my mom and her friends wanted to see it, so I had to go with them, my cousin wanted to see it, so I went with her, because she never gets to go see movies either, and then my sister-in-law and mother-in-law were like, we want to go see Aquaman, I'm like, fuck, So, I've now seen it three times, and Darren has yet to see it. And I gotta tell you, the second time was the best one. By the third one, I was picking everything apart. Um, so it's not, it doesn't hold up. It's not, it's not a great movie. But can you guess why all these different women who don't go to the movies a whole lot wanted to go see this movie? (laughs) Why did they, what did they think Jason Momoa is a stud? Uh, yeah. Is that, is that seriously why? I mean, I was kind of kidding, but... Yeah, my mom's like, serious. hell yeah, I want to go see this movie. Oh, wow. Um, so, but my mom um, can't keep track of stuff. Like, she can't keep track of what's Marvel and what's DC. Like, she's seen some random movies. But she also knows that I love movies. So, um, and I think we discussed last week that she hasn't figured out how to use the internet on her phone. Mm-hmm. So, Mm. most recently, (laughs) she called me, and she was very obviously drunk, and was like, is it in the Mothman prophecies, 
or the butterfly effect that the wife is like she's like um hit by a car and like stuck against a tree and the husband comes and talks to her before she dies and i'm like that would be signs and she's like <laughs> i knew it that's great thanks for spoiling signs for me that's not the that's not like a huge i mean it's a thing but uh, I am. You don't watch you spoil, it. It's you not spo- good. I'm not even going to bother watching it now. You shouldn't. It's not a good movie. I'm just kidding. It, it is a it's good a movie. It's a terrible Are you movie. I just saw that movie what? in the past, like six months or eight months or a year or whatever. It hadn't been very long ago, and that movie was terrible. Wow. Yeah, I don't like wow. that movie. Um, but I get phone calls like that all the time. Uh, about movies and about music, but I don't know a whole lot about music, so usually I'm like. Just let me Google it, and I'll call you back. <laughs> yeah. So, now my daddy... Yeah, I like that app where you just hold it up, and it'll tell you what the song is and who's singing it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't have that app, but I know what you're talking about. Now, um, my daddy, before he passed away, um, he was more into, like, sci-fi kind of stuff. So, like, he and a group of nerdy dudes from his work... Every time the the three Matrix movies came out, they'd take like a half day and like they'd all go see the Matrix together and then two and three. Oh, um, cool. So he liked stuff like that. And so even after he got sick, like the only reason I watched the J.J. Abrams Star Trek was because after it came out, I was like, okay, daddy's probably going to want to watch this. So I rented it for him and we watched it. And I was like, this is pretty good. So, um... You know, I watched some different stuff just because he was into it and just, you know, something to do with him um, after he was sick. So, but they, they were not, they did not take me to movies, though. Like, I went with mm. my friends and stuff. It's, it was really weird. Mike, do your parents see movies? My mother is a huge fan of action films. Mm-hmm. Nice. It's not- so I've seen the Transformers films. I've seen all the Fast and Furious films. I've seen the John Wick movies. We go see a lot of that. Um, she's not your typical mother. She likes action, like I said. She's also into rock and metal music. Wow. We've, she's been to a bunch oh, of right, concerts. Dude. Seen a bunch of musicians alive. A lot of rockers in general. So... Um, but yeah, we often go to the theaters to watch movies, but not often though. Uh, would would she be interested in Joker? Because mine said, no. hey, "You really want to see this crap?" No, <laughs> no, she uh, didn't even mention it to her. But I was thinking, like, no, it's not the type of movie for her. Right? Yeah, my folks aren't in. I don't know. They they're touchy about language and all that and that kind of shit, man. Oh, my so. mom's not touch, touchy about language. She says the f word like, oh, like she breathes. <laughs> so no, she didn't when I was a kid. It became very disturbing when she started cussing around me, and then I got used <laughs> to it. I still remember the first time I heard my daddy say "fuck." That was a really weird moment. <laughs> What was the context? Um, I can't remember. I, I can remember where he was in, was in the house. Like, he was sitting in the dining room chair. I think something happened, like, 
something broke or something like that. And he just goes, fuck. And I remember thinking like, oh my God, I didn't know my daddy said that word. <laughs> That's great. That's great. Um, let, let's, uh, before we, uh, before we take our, our short promo break, let's all do our uh, best impression of Christian's mother-in-law is he was, he was having a caller do it. And I was like, okay, we got to get in on this. So who wants to go first? I say Mike has to go first since he's been impersonating her the whole show. Oh, me? You're talking about me? I, I'm not sure because I don't know who you are. <laughs> That's pretty good, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> A lot better than the caller. No offense, caller. But that was terrible, your impression. <laughs> You do not win the ticket. <laughs> Please keep listening. Keep practicing at home. Yeah. Okay, what about you, Wade? Oh, uh, Kaylin? No, you go first. Oh, me? Um, do I need to give you a scenario? Well, I thought it was a very good movie. Um, I didn't understand why it was so violent, but really liked it. I hope he does another. There you go. Mm, maybe a six out of ten. Hey, man, uh, I'm doing better than Sean Spicer is on Dancing with the Stars, so that's all I can ask for. <laughs> okay, I can do it, but y'all got to give me a scenario. Um, Can it be any scenario? Well, something not too outrageous, please. <laughs> because, I don't know. Don't have it like fucking a donkey or something. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> what? He was like off the wall this episode. Jesus Christ. I know. Here, Kaylin, let me, let me give you a hand up out of that gutter. <laughs> That's terrible. Oh well, gonna, I would, that would never have crossed it my is mind. It's going to take me a while to get that out of my brain after having to watch Clerks 2 today. All right, all right, I've got one for you. All right. Oh, Jesus Christ. Okay. The scenario is you just saw Clerks 2, and you're telling us how shocked you are about the Kinky Kelly and the sexy stud scene. I, uh, I don't know what was going on in that scene. Um, why was he in little bitty underwear? And what was the donkey doing there? And why was it named Kelly? Kelly is a girl's name. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, I like that. That's good. good. (laughs) Oh, oh, man. I wonder. Now I want to know if his mother-in-law has ever seen Clerks 2. (laughs) I want to know what her actual response to that would be. Oh, that's great. That's great. Um, hopefully we did we did her justice. Uh, again, sorry to the caller who attempted it, but we definitely did better than him. So, um, yeah, take that. Um, <laughs> we're going to take a quick pause for some promos from some other Mark with the Movie blog podcasts. And, uh, yeah, we'll be right back. Hey there, Schmodown fans. This is Josh the Merc Rainer, and I am here to tell you about my show, Talking Schmodown. Whether it's Andrew Guy getting hit with a chair, John Roca screaming, Outlaw! Or the emotional retirement of the Shire Wolves, I talk about it all. So you can catch me right here on Anchor and all the other major podcasting platforms. So, 
as I ask every episode, are you ready to talk Schmodown? I am. Hi everyone, this is Sarah, host of Go Get That Rose podcast, a podcast that is dedicated to talking about all things Bachelor Nation. Join Jay Wade, a man in his 40s who is recently new to all things Bachelor Nation, and myself, someone who has been watching passionately for the past three years, as we review, share our thoughts on each episode of whatever show is currently on TV, whether that is Bachelor, Bachelorette, or Bachelor in Paradise. We might not even know everyone's name, but we have fun nonetheless. You can find us on Merkwood and Movie Blog Feed wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, we're back, everybody, and uh, let's get into the second part of this. Um, something I'd personally been waiting for uh, for a couple weeks. The uh, the Universal Horror Nights video finally came out. Do you guys have a chance to uh, check that out yet? Yes, I just watched it today, actually. Again, I'd watched it before, but I watched it again, and my God, he is a scaredy cat. <laughs> oh, yes, he is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but... Oh, yes. My it niece was, still thinks it's fake, and I'm like, no, it's not. I swear. But it is not cool that they made Wendy cry. Well, it's facing your fears, and she's afraid of clowns, and <laughs> it was just that point. I I don't think that this was therapeutic, though. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if Josh McCook is doing it, why not other members of the crew? I mean. <laughs> well, I'm with her, though. The the clowns I think would have been the worst for me. Oh yeah, especially the killer clowns from outer movie. space. Oh my! Oh, yeah, I love that movie. That movie's great. I've watched it twice in the last probably three months. Oh, it's it's so weird, but it's so good. Oh yeah, my god, it's such a great movie. It I've is. never seen it. You should check it out, man. For real, it's so fucking fun. It's it is in no way scary at well, all. Unless you're afraid, it's of just clowns. that Makuga and. And Wendy, you're scared of clowns, is all it yeah. is. Well, I know but Perry... But it, it's, it's yeah. really funny, goofy, silly movie. It's great. I know Perry kind of multiple times has said that she watched that movie when she was like five years old or something. Yeah, I remember that, yeah. And yep. didn't, didn't understand at the time that it was meant to be, like, funny. Um, yeah. So I think it genuinely scared her at five, but I I can totally see that because at five, I think like the little mermaid scares a lot of kids and stuff. So, but poor Wendy, I just felt so bad for her, but God, was that funny though? Makuga getting scared. Yeah. Oh yeah. Katie Sackhoff on there too was was great. I like her a lot. So it was awesome to see her on there too. Yeah, it was. Oh, so good. But what about what about actual uh, like haunted houses and haunted trails or whatever? I'm not sure. You know, different. There are different. Like here, there are haunted trails. There are haunted mm-hmm. houses. There are haunted caves um, nearby. There, you know, haunted anything that someone has. But do you guys go to that kind of stuff, or did you ever when you were younger, or would you no. guys have that kind of stuff around you? I would hope. No, I have a lot of that stuff around me. Like they. Um... I think there's several places where they've like rented out a warehouse and stuff like that. Um, but yeah. I've never gone to one of them every year. I'm like, we should go. And then we just never get around to it. Um, I feel like I'm that person who would totally punch one of the actors um, <laughs> and then get escorted out. 
So, but not like on purpose, just like, uh, just reactionary. And so right, I don't right. know if it's worth my money to go get kicked out of somewhere. Mike, you said no. Do you mean no, they don't have those? So every state has one of those haunted things. I mean, there's, there's some that are staged to be like the haunted houses, but there's like, there's even those like, claimed places that are haunted that everyone goes to like ooh there's a haunted bridge where somebody was like killed in a car accident and the ghost is there at a certain time of night and you go there and you see the ghost ooh yeah i've been to a couple of those places it's oh. like sorry what's that what's that no. caleb oh, i was like go on i was going to say ghost hunters was apparently just here um <laughs> at a well, it's now a restaurant, but it wasn't always a restaurant. One of my students was telling me this because she's a waitress at that restaurant. She's like, Ghost Hunters was here. And I'm like, why? And she's like, so I can't remember what the story was. But yeah, um, I don't know. I guess there's a ghost down there somewhere. But yeah, I'm just not that type of person to go and seek out that for thrills, I guess. I just never got the chance to go to any of that. You right. know where I really want to go, though? I want to go do the haunted cemetery tours in New Orleans, and New Orleans is right Ooh. there, and I've never done it. Like, yeah, that see, would be cool. Yeah, like go to um, oh, I forget which cemetery it is, but the one where Marie Laveau is buried, um, and all of that. You know, you can where, go. Who is buried? What? Who is buried there? Marie Laveau. Who? Who's that? Oh my God, she's um. She's a famous voodoo witch. There's actually oh, two of them. No idea. Yeah, there's all, actually two of them because Marie Laveau named her daughter Marie. Um, so there's Marie Laveau and Marie Laveau the second. Um, and they were both like famous voodoo witches who lived down in New Orleans, and um, they're like they know where she's buried. You know, she's buried in a cemetery, in a very old cemetery, and they take you know take tours through all those places. Um, but yeah, but see, here's the problem. I kind of, uh, growing up down here, I kind of believe in all that stuff. Like, you know, <laughs> there's too much of it for, there's too much weird shit that happens for there not to be a little bit of magic going on in the world. And I kind of right. don't want to accidentally touch it, you know, right, like right. in this, have you seen the skeleton key? Mm, I think so, yes. Well, that's all about, um, anyway, there's, uh, well, they don't call it voodoo, it's something else. But it's, you know, all about how you have to believe in order for it to affect you. And so I'm just like, I kind of, you know, I don't, I don't want to do that, you know. Right, right. Like, See, I'm, I'm into all that kind of, that evil, wicked shit. Like, I mean, I believe it exists, and I'm not the kind who would, like, play games with it and stuff. But like, if you were like, man, there's a haunted house or whatever. And like, they say that like there's demon in there and there's, there's proof and evidence that people go in there and get fucked up and see fucked up shit. Like I was, I'd probably still go check it out. I wouldn't do no stupid shit, like trying to conjure anything, but like, I'd, I'd, I'd very likely go check it out. That, that kind of shit's rad to me. And, you know, like Mike was saying about local spots where, you know, someone's died on this curve and, 
you know, the, the headlights and all that. I'm, we've done that same thing once before. It actually worked. We can't say what it was, but it, it worked. Um, but then, you know, there's another, like a little haunted, uh, house that was supposed to be haunted. And yeah, I mean, we went out, we had like 11 of us go out there one time, piled into three cars and, and it was crazy great, man, an old abandoned house. And, you know, we're in there all freaked out and yeah, it was awesome making our way up to the attic. And then the guy in the lead, he just, we're, I don't know, you, you got to imagine 11 of us. We we're probably like 18. Yeah, we we're 18, 19. And we were, we were on doses again. <laughs> um, but anyway, so we're, <laughs> oh, but I, a lot of them were like that. And, um, but, but no, we, we're, we're, they're like 11 of us and we're all in a single file line, um, starting to go up to the attic and it's a really enclosed little hallway thing is an older house. So like you go up a platform, then you go left and then another immediate left and then up the stairs and then you're in the attic to your right. Okay. So the, the guy in the lead, he gets up there and then he just screams, like, fucking run, you know, and he's trying to run. And so then you've got all of us running and pushing each other. And we're running down the house, down the flight of stairs from the second floor down to the first floor. And we all pile out the back door. We broke the screen door open trying to get out. One of the guys fell through some boards on that broke on the deck out back. And it was the deck was probably five foot off the ground. So it was a good drop. And it just, it scared the shit out of all of us. And we asked the dude what he saw. And he's like, I saw a fucking ghost, man. Some lady standing up there in the attic in a dress. And we're just like, holy shit, you know, but still kind of skeptical. You know how that stuff goes. But we go back up in there to see what it was. And it was a fucking, it was a dress that was hanging in front of a window and there was a light from outside that was shining through the window and making the dress like kind of light up in a way it was a white dress. And so like, it was just, we all just laughed our asses off and then it was great. And we went back and and to the bonfire and, and had a nice night, but like local spots are even more fun than uh, going to actual organized uh, Halloween events and stuff, I think. One, because it's illegal and there's always a rush in that. And two, because, you know, I don't know. It, it's obviously not likely those urban legends and stories you hear like, this house out here is haunted because of this and this crazy shit happened there. But that's the adventure of it. You don't know. But, like, if you're if you're waiting until Halloween and you're going and you're paying people to walk through a haunted maze or something, you know that's all fake. So it's not as exciting and adrenaline-filled, I don't think. But I love all that kind of shit. Like, uh, yeah, that kind of stuff and, and theme parks, too, which is something that Makuga went to, went to Disneyland. Um, damn it, man. Have you guys ever been to Disneyland or Disney World, either one? No, all I've ever been to is Universal in Los Angeles, which was a ton of fun, and I'm dying to go to the one in Orlando, and also dying to go to Disney World in Orlando, but I guess, you know, I should probably be nice and wait until Kelly's old enough to go with us. 
I love you, Orlando. All right. I expected Mike to start singing with me too, but man, <laughs> nothing is going the way it is in my head. Like I have this whole like like in my mind one thing is going one way and like there's songs and dancing and like these bright lights and like fog machines and everything's enchanted and wonderful and magical and like we're all like sitting around like oh ha, 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 ha. cheerio mate and shit like that you know so the way this is actually going is is not at all how it's, it is in my head, which is really funny because I don't know how to make it happen the way it is in my head. Is, when have we ever done that? I don't no, know. But no, no, no. He's, this isn't new. Though. He's, he's just he's fantasizing it like it's in in, in his own brain. Like we're just gonna do it on the on the fly here. Yeah, like like it's a compli- not compliance because you guys don't know it. It's just in my mind all the stars are going to line and like I'm going to say this and then Kalen's going to do this and then Mike's going to do this and then we're all going to end up doing this and and this it isn't just tonight. It's every time we record like in my head I have these little like like it would be great if this happened and I convinced myself and I'm like, dude, this is going to happen. Watch. And I say this and then it doesn't happen. And I'm like, that did not work out at all how I thought. And, and for some reason, I imagine all of us at the end of the episode, like we all just start going bye, 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 just like over and over again in different, different pitches. And then we all start laughing and giggling and, and then, and then we play a game of gin rubby and have a few gin, gin rummy and have a few drinks or whatever, you know, um, that's how shit goes in my mind. So. So I never. I mean, been... I don't know how it goes for you guys, but that's how every show is in my head. I've never ever thought of that. So me neither. <laughs> but but I never oh been to Disneyland or Disney World for that matter. Have you ever been to an amusement park? I've been or Six Flags. A... I've been to Six Flags once. Okay. Hmm. Nice. I've been to, ooh, mm, I don't know if it was Six Flags at that point or if it was still called Jazzland over in mm. New Orleans-ish, which, by the way, uh, has been shut down since Katrina, and someone broke in, and, well, people have broken in over time, I guess, but somebody broke in and took pictures, and those are some fucking creepy pictures. Oh, I bet. Like, really? Yes, I bet. of an, of a broke down like try to google it if you can that is some creepy creepy stuff um because like think about all the weird stuff that's in an amusement park and now it's just laying there like you know broken and you know just random things falling over and it's just those pictures will creep me out faster than anything um huh i'm gonna have to google that yeah for sure i don't want to go to star wars land Galaxy's Edge. Galaxy's that Edge. That thingy. Yes. No, well, I don't know <laughs> why they called it that. Why couldn't it be Star Wars Land? That's too generic. Kaylin. Well, I, I don't hey, know. Okay, it has to be fancy. Ooh. You know, it's Disney. That's like, ooh, Galaxy Edge. You're at the edge of the galaxy. You know, you're in with Star Wars, man. And I don't. Oh, get I thought it was a name of a new of a new Samsung phone. <laughs> Damn, I'm way off. <laughs> Oh my god, that was a good oh, show. Man. That was a good one. Oh my god. 
I've been to Astro World down in Houston. Yes. When I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Um. Yep. Been down there lots because I grew up in Houston. So. Um, then I've been to Disney world and I've been to universal studios, California. I've been to Cedar point. Um, we have Kings Island down the road outside Cincinnati. Um, I went to another, uh, some six flags amusement park in California. Also, um, somewhere near Santa Monica, I think I can't remember, but something like that, but yeah, I've been to quite a few. I like them. I love roller coasters. Roller coasters are fucking rad. I'm just with Makuga. I can't stand all the fucking kids and shit, man. Like, leave your kids at home, dude. What? Why the hell are? It's like it's like people who take their kids to go see the Harry Potter movies in the theaters. I never understood that. I'm like, dude, leave your fucking kids at home. Get a sitter so you can go and enjoy that shit, man. Same way with theme parks. You'd leave your kids at home. You need to change your perspective on life a little bit. Excuse me? Uh, Because uh, theme parks are made for children. Well, I mean, whatever. I don't want kids there (laughs) ruining my good adult time. Well, then rent the whole thing out yourself. (laughs) Pay them hundreds of thousands of dollars, and then you don't have to deal with it. That would be really cool. I think that would be creepy as fuck. No. Mm Mm-mm. (laughs) <laughs> actually almost every time I've, I've been to well not other ones but king's island uh almost every time i've been there it's rained Aww. and it's kind of sucked a little bit except for the beast because dude you want to ride the beast right after it's done raining and shit man it's a nice awesome badass fast ass wooden roller coaster and if you get it right after it's rained and you're riding that motherfucker, dude, you can feel the you yeah, dude. You can feel the fucking wheels coming off the tracks. It's awesome, dude. So much fun. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. but yeah, it, almost every time I've been there. But y'all y'all remember the old Brady Bunch episode, right? Where they go to King's Island? No. It was like a two part episode. Mm-hmm. You guys don't remember that? I've probably seen like a half dozen episodes of the Brady Bunch in my life. So I guess we're not going to spontaneously break into singing that theme song either, huh? Because that um, was next in my mind. Ooh, ooh, start it! I can sing it, but I can't. I can't remember how it starts. This how does is it the start, story Mike? of a man named Brady who is bringing up three very lovely boys. This is a story. I'm with you there. I can't remember. Here's a story. Of a lovely lady. Bringing up three very lovely girls. All of them had hair of gold. Like their like mother. Their mother the, the youngest one, youngest in, one curls. in curls. So the one day when the lady met this fellow. And they knew that it was much more than a hunch. That this group must somehow form a family. And that's the way we all became the Brady Bunch. The Brady Bunch, dun, dun, dun. The Brady Bunch, dun, dun, dun. That's the way we became the Brady Bunch. Dun, 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 dun. Did the... Yeah, there we go. I forget their, the actors' names, but did the oldest boy and eldest girl ever confirm that they actually had sex? Um, I think they did. Um, Barry Williams is his name. Um, I, but I don't know, but it is confirmed that he and the mother went on a date and the, and that they hooked up. 
Oh yeah, and Lawrence Henderson um, wasn't he also high during one episode because he wasn't supposed to come in that day? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I remember all that. I think I heard something like that. Yeah, and then the daddy died. Yes, yes, he did. But that was after the show had ended, I but know, still. but still. How did we get on the Brady Bunch? I can't remember, but I've been watching Father Knows Best a lot lately, like for months. Have you guys ever seen that or heard no, of that show? what is the Father Knows Best? Okay, it's, uh, it ran from like, uh, it ran from like 52 to 58 or something like that. Total black and white. Um, like the very first episode ever, the intro starts with a close up of a pack of cigarettes. I think it's Kent's cigarettes, cigarettes, uh, sitting on a table, a nightstand with a lit one in an ashtray and like, you know, such and such cigarettes, you know, sponsors this show starring. And then the father picks up the smoke and then it goes into the intro. Um, but it's the Anderson family. And there's uh, there's a son, Bud, and a daughter, I can't, Peggy, um, and then their youngest daughter, and it's just like, uh, I don't know, it's just like a family sitcom. It's really fucking good, but I mean, it's like from the 50s and shit, so you know, it's it's like, I don't know, 50s and shit, you know, the woman's in the kitchen doing her thing, men smoke cigarettes, and chase skirts and all that kind of 50s shit you know it's awesome great stuff but and then dennis the menace the old original dennis the menace comes on right after that so but i don't watch that uh i just watch father knows best Uh. yeah Uh. thanks for telling us that wade i remember watching that when i was a kid did you watch it on a big tv set with a big round knob on it? I tried to watch TV on a new TV, but all it had on it was some woman on a bed with piercings and tattoos, and she kept saying the word clitoris, <laughs> but I'm not sure exactly how you young kids today pronounce it. How do you pronounce Clitoris, Kaylin? <laughs> so, this drives me fucking insane, but Josh McCougar will say clitoris. And I feel like anyone who pronounces clitoris, clitoris, has never seen a clitoris. Or- Actually, I'm with McCougar on this one. And I think the reason that he calls it that is the same reason I do is because of the old Seinfeld episode. I think I think what he's talking about is the same same reason I do, which is from the old Seinfeld episode, and he can't remember her name. Um, and so he just, I, he plays it off, plays it off, but she gets hip that he can't remember her name. But all, all the only hint that he has, the only thing he can remember is that it rhymes with a body part, okay? And so... It, the episode ends with her getting really pissed off at him, and she leaves because he can't remember her name. And she's and he's saying all this crazy shit, like uh, just crazy shit. And she's outside. She's made it outside the building, and he hangs out the window, and he just yells, Dolores! And so oh. I, I'm pretty <laughs> sure that's why Makuga pronounces it that way, which is why I do too sometimes. But it's not a normal thing. 
No. Uh, usually, I just be like, you know, the clitoris. I, uh, well, every time he does it, it drives me insane. And that, um, where it came up this week, they were talking about, like, where they have piercings and if they have tattoos and all that. And they were mm-hmm. talking about right. piercing, like, uh, down there and men's piercings, you know, and all that crazy stuff. So the question got posed. If you could have a, if you had to get a piercing somewhere other than your ears, where would you get it? Lip. Always wanted my lip double pierced on the side, like, like tiny, like really close to each other on one side, not snake bites or anything like that, but double offset. That's what I'd do. Mike. Uh, what? If you had to get a piercing somewhere other than your ears, where would you get it? I'm not getting any piercings. Fuck that noise. <laughs> what? Well, no, but I mean, if you had to. You had to. Gun to your head. Ear, where would you get it? In my nose. Okay. That's boring. Would would, you, would it be on the side, or like, would you get like the bull ring? Uh, probably on the s- side. Um, I, maybe in the middle, like a bull. It depends how I'm feeling. So right, you're not right. a fan of the piercings? No, 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 no. Is it a pain a... factor? Uh, eh, kind of. I just don't like needles and don't like things like metal on my butt. I don't know. It's hard to explain. I, I get tattoos instead. That's cool. That's cool, man. Uh, you know, um, I don't like having uh, razors and sharp shit near my throat, so I completely understand what you mean, man. <laughs> um, no, I'm serious. I, I don't. I don't like that at all. So, so I never use. So I, I've never used. I've never used a razor, like shaving cream and a razor. I've never once in my life used one. I just use electric razors and get it down, you know, as close uh, as I can that okay. way. I just I don't like having sharp shit near my neck. I use razors, so um, I have I I do have my penis pierced though. You do? Huh? I said you do. You do? No. No. Are you jo- you're joking. No. There, dude. Who who the hell in their right mind would get their fucking penis pierced? Um, That's insanity, dude. That's crazy. Sorry, Darren, no, if you no, did, no, no, but Darren, you know, that's nuts. Darren's in the same boat as Mike. He's scared to death of needles. Um, that's his one major fear in this life. And uh, so <laughs> never, ever, ever would he let that happen. Um, but I, I do know someone whose significant other has his uh, penis pierced, and apparently it's quite delightful in the bedroom. Really? Oh, I, oh, I bet. Oh, man, we're going to have to ask Sarah all about that next week. Oh, I'm sure that's exactly who I was talking about. <laughs> and that response didn't go either how I thought it would go. I figured we'd get into this whole bit and make a funny bit about it all. <laughs> man, I'm striking out big time tonight. Astros must be losing. I don't know. Um, what sport is that? Baseball. They are playing the Yankees oh. right now. If they win tonight, the game's probably over, but if they win tonight, then they will play the Nationals in the World Series. If they lose tonight, they will play the Yankees again and hopefully beat them to go to the World Series. And if Christian somehow, if you listen to this, buddy, sorry, but fuck the Yankees. I'm sorry, but just can't do it, man. Can't do it. Yep. Yep. 
but no, I've I've just got one tattoo, and I've got my ear. I've got one ear pierced four times, and that's where I stopped. I just I don't know. Whatever. I just stopped there. I don't know why. I have, but it it is definitely pronounced uh, uh, clitoris. No, um, stop it. just like it's pronounced New Orleans. Fuck you. Um, New Orleans. What? New Orleans. New Orleans. New Orleans. It just sounds New like Orleans. you're drunk and high Norlands. and have a Norlands. New Orleans. New Orleans. Come on down to New Orleans, little girl. <laughs> I got some candy in my pocket, in your pocket, but you gotta reach in nice and deep, like. <laughs> <laughs> Halen's like, man, that reminds me of my next door neighbor growing up. <laughs> oh, Kaylin, that doesn't remind you of your next door neighbor growing up. No, I do have a former teacher who's oh, in federal God. prison right now for being a pedophile. Oh, okay, we gotta get into this. What happened there? Apparently he spent like 30 years touching little boys. Um, and the oh, reason well. it's a federal offense is because he used to take them on trips in the summer all around the United States. So he crossed state lines with them. So, oh. yeah. Yeah, so, I'm kind of sorry I asked. Yeah, but <laughs> I was never a target because I'm a girl. So, yeah. So that was fun when we found that out. I was out of high school before it happened, but apparently they came and arrested him, like, at school. Wow. Yeah. So that made for, I'm sure that made for an interesting day at school. Yeah. Yeah. yeah my, my high school Spanish teacher used to put his arm around me a lot, but I got free candy every day before class started, so it worked out fine for Jesus me. Jesus Christ. What? True story. <laughs> True story. I did. I got free candy every day before class. I would wait until I would wait until the bell rang for class to start. As soon as it would ring, I would go up to his desk and I would ask him if I could have a hall pass to go to the bathroom. And every day he would say the same thing. He would say, "You really need to go before before the bell rings." But he would say that as he was getting his passes out of the desk and writing it out for me. And then he always had a bunch of Starburst in there, and he'd be like, "Go ahead, get a Starburst," and I'd get a Starburst. And then as he was making his rounds around the class, he would put his arm around me. I got free Starburst. What? I mean, would it have been nice if it was like a smoking hot female teacher? Yes, that would have been awesome. But you know, when you live in cornfield area, you you know, and and you're a young you're a young high school boy, and you got a teacher that's giving you some attention, you know, you just kind of close your eyes, go with it, and imagine it being you know a hot for teacher video or something. I don't know what to tell you, but I got free candy out of it, and that's the point. Yeah, and I got to go and miss the first five minutes of class because I was in the bathroom hanging out. What's up? I said they had Starburst when you were a kid. Oh, Kalen, ouch. Uh, that, that was a joke, right? Poking fun of my age. Well, I didn't think... I thought Starburst were a newish candy. Uh, oh, my gosh. Oh. Uh, folks, hold on. Give me a second. Um, when Are you going to Google when did Starburst, Starburst come out? <laughs> 
Child, I will prove things 1960. to you. 1960. Okay, they're older than I thought. I thought it was more like a late 90s kind of invention. It's going to be the what, 90s kind of invention. <laughs> what? So, you know, one of the, the one of dude, there is nothing like tripping on mushrooms and standing in a gas station and looking at the display of starbursts. It, it it it's amazing and magical looking. Me and me and this girl were were on shrooms one night in the middle of downtown Dayton, standing in a BP gas station for literally like twenty thirty fucking minutes, just staring and giggling at the display of Starbursts. It was awesome. Yeah. Um. I grew up in a different time. Um. <laughs> That's always my excuse. You went out I grew in up public in a different time. on mushrooms. Uh, yeah, are you kidding me? I went to, dude, I went to Cincinnati Reds baseball games tripping on acid. Are you kidding me? We went to Kings Island on acid. We went to festival, local festivals on acid. And yeah, man, hell yeah. Good times, dude. You were scared of getting caught and arrested? No, like, I mean, we didn't have any on us because we'd taken it. But, you know, it's like, how are they going to prove that you're, how, how, you know, how are they going to prove anything? And even back then, even if they smelt weed on us and they could tell by looking at our eyes and shit like that, it's is if you don't have anything on you, they can't prove shit, you know? So, I mean, that's just the way it was, man. Just, yeah, you can't prove shit. There was, dude, there were a few times I talked to, I talked to cops tripping and it wasn't pleasant, but I mean, it was always because I initiated the conversation. It was never a situation where they like was never pulled over or I did anything wrong. Like I'm talking like I go into a gas station and I'm tripping and there's cops in there and, you know, it, it seems like a really fun idea to say hi to them and engage them in conversation. <laughs> sure your friends appreciated that. Oh, sometimes they join in too. Oh, Lord. Yeah. Oh. One time I got locked out of my car on the way back from a rat dog concert in Toledo. Rat we were all tripping and we had to hang out in the gas station. Rat and Rat Dog, yeah, is Rat Dog is the guitarist from the Grateful Dead, Bob Weir. It's uh his side band. Um really awesome shit. Really good shit. Um everybody at them shows is all fucked up. I think I told a story before on here, didn't I, Mike, about the saxophone player who was tripping balls and kept getting lost in the music. So yeah. Uh, well yeah. so speaking of being high, um Jamie Kennedy was definitely high in his interview, right? He like, looked like it. He looked Yeah, he looked high like high as fuck. Like oh my god. I don't know how he was putting together a coherent sentence. Must be nice living in California, assholes. <laughs> Not really, but it must be nice having that law there that's legal, but anyway. It made Hollywood Boulevard very stinky, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, that he, he did look buzzed, and he, he was rocking that flower, that Hawaiian flower print shirt. That was awesome. Oh man, and he um, I haven't seen him for a long time in doing anything. I haven't seen him around for a long time. Mm-hmm. And he's someone else who apparently is afraid of a razor. Oh, I must have missed that part. No, 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 Wade. I meant oh. because he was not shaven at all. Oh, oh. 
See, see how it goes, Kaylin, when, when it, it all goes different in your head and then it doesn't happen and you're just like, oh. <laughs> no, uh, yeah. yeah. Kaylin is not too amused at all tonight. <laughs> She's got like a stick up her ass or something. Hey, oh, I wasn't going to go like. that far. <laughs> I don't know. It just seems like a wet towel or something, like a party pooper. No. Well, y'all made me talk about musicals. Well, I thought thought you were the musical. (laughs) Okay, so for all you listeners, if you're wondering the moment that it all went off track for Kaylin, it was when we talked about musicals. Sorry, baby. I shouldn't write that note down next time. I'll just ignore it and move on. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) I thought, ooh, perspective um, on musicals. (laughs) Damn it. (laughs) Um... But, no, it was cool to hear him talking about Scream a little bit. A little bit, um, yeah. He did have one of the best roles in that movie, you know, being the guy who explained all the rules and shit mm-hmm. like that. But, um, if you have sex, you're going to die. Remember, yeah, yeah. Which, I don't know, is that true? In um, movies, yes. Yeah, normally the promiscuous people are, like, the first to go. Yeah, yeah, that is true. That is true. Yep, especially in the Camp Counselor movies. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, speaking of camp counselors, remember when Sarah was in Wet Hot American Summer? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, she, if she listened to this, she's going to be like, man, motherfucker, I was not in that. Um, it was not like that. And, and, but in my mind, it was like that. Um, but no, uh, I they talked a little bit about a possible Scream reboot. I don't... I'm sick of reboots. I'm sick of remakes. And... Personally, I would just have to pass on this. But, I mean, do you guys even see, if they did reboot it, what the hell would they do? Do you guys see anything that would be worth rebooting here with this franchise? Uh, I mean, they said they they were doing, like, the TV show, and I don't know if it was connected to the movies or not, but if it was a movie reboot, they could do something with it to bring the cast back for, like, a fifth film. I mean... That would have been nice, you know. It wouldn't be like a total reboot. It'd be like a continuation, maybe. I, I, I wouldn't want them to start over, like because I like these characters, and you know, I don't think right. it needs. I don't think it needs anything right now. To be quite honest, leave it alone. How about let some things lie for a little while because they don't yeah. seem they don't seem ca- capable of that. They're just like, what can we su- like? siphon out of existing ip like let's not create anything original let's just just suck all the juices out of everything else until it's just dead Uh, nothing's original it seems like anymore come on you can come up with your own come up with a different idea or a similar idea like take the idea and twist it make it its own world and it doesn't have to be related to scream but it can be in the spirit of scream because the idea is really fun because it's still like a genuinely, you know, I mean, it's not super scary, but like it's still trying to be a scary movie. You know, it's not going full funny, but it's obviously making fun of the genre a little bit, you know, but right, it's right. still kind of taking itself seriously versus like scary movie, which is not doing that at all. Um, so. I mean, you could do something in the vein of that and just be a totally new story, though. Yeah. So leave it alone. Okay, we've made all of our decisions. Now what? What do you mean, now what? 
Now give me the next decision we need to make. <laughs> um, no to musicals. No to screen reboots. What next? What next can I put on the chopping block? Um, should Darina help me figure out what my role is in the BDSM world? Because um, I'm really confused and I'm not sure. I mean, I know that I'm, I know I'm, I've, I'm more comfortable in a submissive role, but I'm not sure if I'm a slave or a sub. Um, I, I mean, the, the slave sounds more appealing to me, but there are aspects of it that aren't appealing to me at all. Um, so like sub would be more up my alley and whatnot, but it's just, it's, it's all been extremely confusing for me for years. I mean, I'm definitely not vanilla. You know what I mean? I do like a little bit of pain, but I'm not like super into pain for me. It's just like, I like to be instructed and, um, I like you know, I like to be told what to do, shit like that, you know, um, I could handle a little bit of pain, some some nip clamps maybe. I could handle that. Um, But anything beyond that, maybe a weight on there too, I don't know. But anything beyond that, you know, I don't think I could handle. But um, I don't know. Do you think think I should hit her up and see if she would help me figure out what my role is in in BDSM? Yes, I do. And I have some advice for you. If you're going to use handcuffs, make sure you know where the key is. I'm sorry. What was that you cut out? Make sure to what? Yes, you should hit her up for that. And I have you some advice. If you're going to use handcuffs, make sure you know where the key is. <laughs> have you, uh, I, are you speaking from personal experience Ooh. here, Caitlin? No. Ooh. No, I'm not. I have a pair Ooh. of handcuffs and don't know where the key is. So they stay in the drawer because I don't know where the key is. Are they real or are they fake? Um, the dude who sold them to us said that cops say that they're like cop uh, level sturdiness, and we were like, <laughs> "Okay, cool." What did you buy them for? Like, what purpose? When you bought them, um, what purpose did you have in mind was, to use them for? I was like, "We need to go in like a sex toy shop because I wanted to." Like, I was in college, <laughs> and I didn't want to buy nothing, so we bought handcuffs. Because <laughs> you feel stupid, like leaving there with nothing. Like you, you can, obviously went in there with an intention, but we look. did. You yeah. can look and leave, and do just fine. You but don't the, have to buy something. But the proprietor oh, was very friendly, so I wanted to like give him some business, you know. So uh, we got some handcuffs. Of course, he was friendly. It was a sex shop. He was a he, and you're a girl. <laughs> He was probably hoping you'd take a visit down in the basement. No, I had oh, Darren man. with me. Well, he was probably wanting you both to yeah. go down in the basement. A little bit of uh, action in the back room or something. Yeah, <laughs> fucking glory holes downstairs. Oh, no, no, Terrible. no, 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 no. <laughs> okay, now I feel bad. My old apartment, there was a, uh, <laughs> my old apartment, uh, there was a, like right down this block, there was a, uh, a store and in the window, it said, um, antiques, um, it said antique novelties and sex, like sex, something sex shop, sex store, something like that. But it, it was advertised as antiques and sex, sex toys. Right. So I, I never did, but I always wanted to go in there and go up to the counter and ask where the wooden dildos are. Oh, my God. 
Um, So I don't know in the state y'all live in, but in Mississippi, you can't actually, um, you have to sell uh, things like that as novelty items um, because selling sex toys is actually illegal. So it might be a situation like that where they like have to call, just like, you know, they sell pipes and stuff and it's like only for tobacco. It's like, it's like, yes, that is exactly what people are using them for. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Um, Same kind of deal. So I don't know. That may be part of the thing, but yeah, antiques and that stuff. (laughs) Like, is it yeah. two separate rooms in one little store, or is it all just mixing uh, that? It was a small shop. It was a small corner shop. I always wanted to go in, but I never did, so I'm not sure. But oh, I, hope I just always thought that was fucking hilarious. Oh, <laughs> oh man. Um, <laughs> speaking of sex, um, oh. <laughs> there was... What? <laughs> they, no, they, 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 <laughs> uh, Mike, you, no. did, you contributed nothing to this uh this you've been awfully quiet that makes me think either you you don't do anything fun or you have way too much fun uh i want to keep that a mystery oh okay <laughs> you're not gonna know jack shit <laughs> well until we know oh, we're man. just gonna go with mike's a virgin oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh kaylin <laughs> Oh, Kalen, Kalen, Kalen. Makuga was talking about crossover TV shows. Um, what does that's that have why to do with that? How are you connecting that? Because one of my picks for crossover shows um, has an extremely slutty character in it. Like, extremely terribly fucking nasty slutty character in it. Um, but... Uh, so, you know, because he, he was talking about the all the Chicago shows, mm-hmm. Chicago PDs and all that mm-hmm. stuff and the, the new Arrowverse crossover shit. Mm-hmm. And um, so what what crossover shows would we want to see? Mm. Hmm. Hmm. I guess I'll go first since uh, <laughs> since sex is the segue here. Um, <laughs> um I want to see. I know they're they're two different networks, but I want to see a a shameless Barry crossover, where Barry ends up training Carl to be a, a hitman, and their common bond is Carl's desire to be in the military and Barry's uh, Barry being a military vet and. And them them bonding over that, and of course Carl's a little psychopath anyway. But I think that would be cool as hell having a shameless slash Barry crossover. Like say say somebody put a hit out on Frank, that would be great. And so Barry is sent there to kill Frank, and then he meets Carl and all this, and they end up hitting it off. And and Barry ends up training Carl to be a hitman. That's what I want to see. I didn't hear the end of it because I took my headphones off because I'm still in season two of Shameless and I didn't want to get any spoilers. All right, that's cool. There weren't so, any spoilers. Okay, well, I was, right. I was scared, so I took my headphones off. That's cool. Um, I don't know. Um, hmm. I was trying to think of something that would be, like, just awful. <laughs> awful? Why awful? Like, just... <laughs> Like hilarious to throw these characters together. 
Okay, okay, right, I right. see, I see, okay. Mmm, hmm. I don't know. Everything I watch is so very, very different. Green yeah. Acres and Beverly Hillbillies? No, thank you. Green Acres is the place to be. <laughs> Farm living is the life for me. Oh. Land spreading out so far and wide. Keep Manhattan, just give me that countryside. New York is where I'd rather stay. I get allergic smelling hay. I just adore that penthouse view. Darling, I love you, but give me Park Avenue. Yeah, you know, Green Acres. Yes, I know what Green Acres is. Um, A boy in high school used to sing that song like every fucking day. Oh, no shit. Yeah, I that don't know why. That would get really annoying. It was really funny. <laughs> Um, I don't yeah. know. I don't know what I'd want to see crossover, but I have no idea what's going on in this Arrowverse thing. I don't watch any of those shows. I've never seen a single episode of any of them. Yeah, I'm not big on other yeah. CW superhero okay. shows. What I would do is cross over the Handsmail ta- the Handsman Tales with the Riverdale, and you put those two universes together, and the and the Riverdale kids are up to no good and trying to be with the Handsmail Tale, and they go together like bread and butter. I've never seen Riverdale, but I've seen almost the entire first season of Handmaid's I just Tale. think the tone between the two actually would kind of gel together, maybe, in a way. Oh. Kind of a mysterious, um, kind of, like, dark kind of show. See the ooh. Riverdale kids react to all that shit in the Handsman Tale. Ooh, what if Riverdale is a prequel like, at the end of it, we start to see the world becoming the world in Handmaid's Tale. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now I want to check out Riverdale. <laughs> I, now I want to know what there the hell's go. going on here. <laughs> uh, create Jesus. something new. Uh, yeah. that All right, come on, Kaylin. you got to think of something here. Come on. Um, come on. It yep. has to be a TV show crossover. Come on, Kaylin. Kaylin, come on, man. Come Carter. On. Come on. Kaylin. <gasps> I want Kaylin, the, come on. Okay, Kaylin. I want the women sex in the city to meet the guys from the Big Bang Theory. Oh. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and be like, what, you know, because, uh, you know, they don't know how to be social or. Right, right. You know. Right. Mm-hmm. Normal. They're right. not cool. That's definitely out of the box. Yeah. 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 Trying to think of what else I could, what what else we could do. Hmm. What could we cross um, Grey's Anatomy with? Um. Let's see. Grey's Anatomy and uh, The Walking Dead. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and then it can kill. It can kill all of the Grey's Anatomy people. Oh my God! Grey's Anatomy could be the show leading up to The Walking Dead because all the sick people would end up in hospitals. Hospitals are good. Oh, true. What if uh, Grace Lowe Memorial is where is the hospital where he wakes up? Yep. I know it's on the wrong side. Them, of the the, all of their 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 advanced technology, experimental shit, and, and that they're always doing. It, they, maybe that was one of their experiments went bad. Oh, 
yes, that's definitely how Grey's Anatomy needs to end. Yeah, okay, I'm down with that. I'm down with that. Ooh. See, we we brainstormed here and we came up with some good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Indeed. I, I got an idea that's not a crossover, but it's still a good right. idea. Um, that we go back in time and we let someone else make The Last Jedi so that it doesn't fucking suck. <laughs> That's just my two cents. Uh, You know, you should write that on the internet somewhere because no one would ever yell at you over that. I'd probably be the first person to ever say that. I could start a trend. (laughs) Oh, man. I don't even know what the fuck's going on anymore. (laughs) It's usually the case case with you when when you host. It's just the weirdest thing happened on the show, but that's, that's the show for you. Hey, hey, man, it's all about fun. Um, but uh, but for real though, we got Halloween coming up here, and this is this is our. We're going to close out with this. Um, uh, what what is a horror movie that you guys have not seen yet that probably you should have, or is a considered a classic? Um, I had to go pretty far back in the well. Um, to, to pick a couple that I've not seen that I've heard so many people talk about that I probably should have. But uh, uh, what did you guys come up with? What's what's a horror movie or two that you've not seen yet that you probably should have? Oh, too many to count because I didn't stop being scared of horror movies until I was like well into my 20s. So I haven't seen most of them. I haven't seen... Uh, you know, the original, I haven't seen any of the Friday the 13th. I haven't seen any of a Nightmare on Elm Street except for the remake. Um, I've seen Halloween, the most recent one and the original. And that's only because the most recent one was coming out. Yeah, there, I have huge gaps in my horror knowledge. Huge, Hmm. huge. That's cool. Maybe uh, we'll, uh, maybe we'll do a Halloween movie review. We could. Um, I could make you watch the original Nightmare on Elm Street, and you can see why I refuse to sit down in bathtubs, and I only take uh, showers. I don't want to do that, because, see, I'm already kind of scared of drains. Scared of drains? You don't yeah. see a, You don't see a drain in the movie. I know, but doesn't he come out like you think, or like it, or, or does he just come out of the water, if, and you don't know if, where he came if, from? If you've seen the remake, you know the shot he's talking about. Uh, maybe. Um, there's a chance I close my eyes. In the bathtub scene? Uh, I'd probably close my eyes if there was a bathtub. <laughs> yep. Yep. Wow. Um, well, I've been... You probably so, missed it. That's all so right. There, yeah, was, there was a... Um, when I was a kid, I was taking a shower, and then there was like a cricket in the shower. And uh-huh. I lost my shit, and my mom had to come in there, and it was gone. <laughs> and... I don't know if she ever believed me that it was really there, but I was convinced it came up out of the drain. So, uh, so then, okay, like, that makes from sense. The, from then on, anytime I took a bath, even though like uh, we had the little lever thing that you moved up and down, and that would uh, shut the water off from being able to drain out of the tub, mm-hmm. I still had to put a little right. pluggy thing over the tub to get over the drain to convince myself a cricket <laughs> wasn't going to come out. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I don't know why, but I had this irrational fear. So I don't like anything with bathtubs. 
Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Mike? So uh, I, you, there's, I've seen a few, but I have not seen a lot. And I mean, I always wanted to try to watch a lot in October, but I don't have any time. But um, there's like Night of the Living Dead. There's actually the whole franchise oh. itself by George A. Romero, like uh, mm. Day of the Dead or uh, Return yeah. of the Dead. All the zombie movies I don't watch. I don't, and zombies are okay. I don't watch a lot of zombie movies. Uh, Candyman is a, another one from the 90s I have Ooh, not that's seen. Good. I know. I've heard it's a good one. I still want to see it because I know uh, uh, Jordan Peele's producing a new Candyman movie. Yeah. Yeah. So I wanted to like catch up before that happens. Um, uh, the original Fright Night I have not seen. I've seen the oh, remake of Fright Night. It's awesome. I think I've seen that remake though uh, with um, um, uh, Farrell. Yeah. Yeah. And, and Chekhov. Um, uh, Anton Yelchin. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that, the, I, I love the original, man. I yeah. saw that when I was a little, little kid. That was great. Yeah, so. Now, I that's vampires, of, right? Yes, it is vampires. Right. Not yeah. the sparkly kind. <laughs> exactly. Uh, uh, <laughs> they shouldn't sparkle ever. No, they shouldn't. Um, no, I had to go back. Like, I mean, I've seen most of the classics, but I mean, I've always heard people talk about the Omen and Rosemary's <gasps> Baby, and I've never seen either one of those. I have no Ooh. clue what either one. You've of them never are about. seen the Omen? Nope, never seen the you Omen. Oh that. my god, I love the Omen. Oh wow! I freaking uh, the original. The remake was horseshit. Do not watch that movie. Um. But the original is so good. Gregory Peck is in it. A lot of other famous old people whose names I don't know. Um, it's oh, it's so good. Please go watch the Omen. Please go watch the Omen. Is that going to be the next uh, film? Assignment? Yes, yes, yes. Go watch the Omen. It's so good. All right, I'll watch the Omen, and I'll find I'll find a Halloween movie for you other than Nightmare on Elm Street. Because even though you should have, you should see the original. You've seen the remake, and it's it's pretty much you know it's got a lot of the same stuff. Yeah, yeah. Except, but I'll come up with a different one. I know uh, by watching the remake and not the original, I missed out on Johnny Depp being eaten by a bed. Yeah, that's oh yeah, that's awesome. That's a great scene. That is that is a great scene. Yeah, the scene like I just haven't seen it in context of the movie. Yeah, so. Yep. But I haven't seen yep. anything and, that Mike mentioned. Like, nothing on his list. Hmm. So, I haven't seen a lot of stuff. I have seen, uh, like, more recent stuff. Like, think. There's, like, uh, um, it's it's a zombie flick from the early 60s, I believe. Wait, what uh, was it called? What are you talking Night of the Living Dead? <laughs> Night of the Living Dead, I said. Is that yeah. a, like, kind of, yeah. did they remake that not... Like, not super recently, but in the last, like, 10, 15 years. Uh, there is a film called Dawn of the Dead that's been remade by... That, yeah, that that's, might be it. That, Dawn of the Dead is the sequel to Night, Night of the Living Dead. So Night of the Living Dead's the original black yeah, and white. It, it's the original that started it yeah. all. Yep. Uh, great okay. movie. Great, great fucking uh, movie. Okay. It is. It's, yeah. it's a great movie. Okay. Man, so the night that's going to be your movie. The, that's your so movie. The night of the living dead. I'm writing this yeah. down because the there's, original. There's black and white. Um, there's too many with the word dead in it, and I end up watching the wrong thing. 
Right, right, right. Okay, from the 60s, you said. Yep. Okay, I should be Bill, able to find that. Bill Mosley is in it. Bill Mosley? Yes. Like Ted Mosby? No. <laughs> okay, and that's the show, everybody. Um, <laughs> what's funny, though, is that is Sarah's favorite show, so if she were here right now, this show would end up going on for about 20 more minutes in a discussion of How I Met Your Mother. But she's not, so we're not going to do that. Um, Ted Mosby. Um, <laughs> uh, the, uh, yeah, we're going to... I don't, think, I don't see anyone named Mosley in the cast. Yeah, Bill Mosley. Isn't that his name, Mike? Uh, From House of Thousand Corpses and Devil's Rejects. No. Bill I Mosley. See Dwayne Jones and Judith O'Day. Am I? So what are you talking? Wait, what? What are you talking about, Wade? Bill what, Mosley. What? What is that relating to? He thinks that it's the main person in the movie. No, no, he's not the main person. Oh, he's just a person. But he's in the movie. Yeah, he's he's the one at the very beginning. Is that's he's Barbara's brother. They're coming to get you, Barbara. Uh, yeah. No, I never. That's Bill Mosley. No, that's not the yeah. person you're thinking of. No, because his filmography only goes back to 1982. Yep. Oh no, he was in the remake. He oh, the 1990s. Uh, now I look remake. stupid. Yep. Okay, see. I knew I should have <laughs> just ended the fucking show before I made myself look stupid. <laughs> that's really? all right. He was in the movie. <laughs> that's, that's the show. Just not the, he What's was that? in the movie, just not in the version that you assigned uh, me. Think, yeah, um, oh, yeah, that's my bad. Yeah. But anyway, um, uh, we're, we're definitely good. I definitely want to have some Halloween scary story talk shit like that for the uh, for the uh, episode Halloween week. So we'll get more into some scary shit for sure. Uh, mm-hmm. Have everybody come up with some uh, some of their own stories or whatever, some supernatural shit you've been through, if anything. But uh, until then, uh, Kaylin Rose, where can people find you at on the social media? They can find me on Twitter at KaylinRose715. That's K-A-L-Y-N-R-O-S-E 715. And Mike, where can they find you? People can find me on Twitter at Mike Mixtape. I do a podcast about Power Rangers called Into the Grid. I follow that on Twitter at Go Into the Grid. We're on Anchor. So check that out if you would like to hear about Sean and I talk about Power Rangers. Excellent. And you can find me on the Twitter at jwade1134. That is the letter J, W-A-D-E, 1134. And you can find this show as well as Talkin' Schmodown and Go Get That Rose on the Merc With A Movie blog feed on Anchor as well as your other podcasting platforms. You can follow Merc With A Movie blog on Twitter at movieblogmerc. And online website is markwithamovieblog.com. Go on over there. Check out some articles and some other stuff like that. Um, and we, uh, if, if you're uh, stuck around with us to this point, we've got a big announcement coming up next week, too. So uh, you'll definitely want to listen for that. Um, that's going to do it for this week of Afterlife. Uh, do you guys want to break into spontaneous song or anything like that? Like, uh, try to live out the fantasies in my head so that I don't feel so bad. What are you talking about, Wade? 
This is not a musical. I used to sing it in musical back in the day. It was a sound of music. Uh. <laughs> uh, that's definitely it for us this week, everybody. Thank you very much for listening to After Live, and uh, we'll be back next week. Everybody say bye. Bye bye. 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 All right. Thanks for living out my delusions. (laughs)